hey guys welcome back i'm sorry that i haven't uploaded as much again but i thought that i would upload right now before my new tarot deck comes in the mail today because i know that will distract and take up my whole day once it gets here because my mind literally won't stop talking thinking about tarot like this time i'm waiting for my mystical monday deck to come in which is more of like a modern day deck opposed to like the original deck so i'm super excited about that but anyway, off topic, today I'm going to be talking about getting robbed and I'm going to share a personal story of mine. So grab your popcorn or chips and take a seat because we're going to have story time today. Okay, so you're an escort, which means that anyone who knows that also knows that you have a lot of cash. It's mostly clients, but even friends too. So ways to prevent this would be to not carry large amounts of cash on you. I usually go by the rule of not carrying more than like three to five hundred on me. It's enough to prevent you from getting murdered and not enough to make you a target for robbery in the first place. So it will satisfy a robber because if you get held up and you don't have any money, they could get mad and either harm, rape, or even kill you, which I've had experiences with, trust me. Maybe not um, killing or, you know, nothing intense like that. But yeah, I've had an experience. So $300 is like the magic number. And yeah, I'm paranoid, but I'm still alive and well, so what can you do? Stop flashing your cash on social media and lining your pockets with hundreds to look cool. You look like an idiot and people don't need to know you're a G just by looking at you. The most gangster thing you can do is gain all this knowledge and have your neighbors still thinking you're a homemaker or something. So if you're working out of town and you have thousands on you that you just can't hide, Go to the bank and get a cashier's check. Um, then lock up the check so you've just turned all that cash into one bill that you can fold up and hide anywhere. Just don't go to the bank looking like a hooker, please. Like, tone down the makeup and the tight clothes and try and look square. It's already odd enough that there's a gorgeous woman that has all this cash on her. Just don't talk a lot and use one-word answers if anyone questions you. Getting robbed doesn't just come in one form either. Um, a client could give you fake money and just has stolen your time. So avoid getting counterfeit bills by getting a counterfeit bill checking marker, which can be purchased at any office supply store. Um, also avoid getting your time stolen by only accepting cash. I know I've said this before, but cash is king and it's the only promise. Uh, credit cards can be charged back. Checks can bounce. If they pay in gifts, those could be fake and not resell easily or for the original value. Um, PayPal seems to be okay, but still not a guarantee. So don't accept gift cards either. They may not have the full value on them. Even if the client says that he got you a gift card that you can redeem for money, tell him to do it himself and bring you that money. Sometimes clients don't want to withdraw money so their wives won't see it missing from the bank account, so they try and offer you all these other ways of paying. It's understandable, but it's not your problem. So cash only... You can try the other methods and not get taken advantage of, but if you want to be 100% sure 100% of the time, get cash and check it with the counterfeit bill checker. Okay, so can it be fixed? Sort of. Um, if you got robbed of cash that you obtained illegally, aka escorting, then no, you're fucked. Um, take it as a loss and keep it moving. Yeah, it's awful, I know, but it's life. What you can do is take out an insurance policy on your valuables. Um, you can get travel insurance, so it will cover your luggage and other valuables. 
and if you have any nice watches or like designer goods you can get a personal articles insurance policy with any insurance provider um just make sure you have photos of all your items and save receipts when you obtain them um prove ownership if those things ever get stolen your insurance company will pay for them and yeah you're you're good so it's mostly preventative work on the robbery thing I don't recommend seeking revenge. Again, it's waste time and it's no promise you'll get your things back. <laughs> if you can walk away with any positive thought, be grateful that they wanted your things and not you. You're alive, you're safe, you're going to be okay. So just learn from this and keep it moving. I always say if you get something stolen from you, you didn't want it bad enough. And I've stolen from clients and I've been robbed myself. And my philosophy stays the same. If you love your things, guard them with your life. Okay, so speaking of being robbed, um, I'm going to talk about my experience with one of the robberies that I've had because it definitely was one of my most serious ones that I've had to encounter and it didn't even happen to me. Um, I'm going to change some of the things like in the story, like um, names and location and so on and so forth, but everything that I say is the truth and you should listen so you don't make the same mistakes that we did. <laughs> Um, I wanted to change the story details a little bit because I don't want her to listen to this one day or even now and think that I'm trying to like exploit her business because that's not what I'm doing at all. Um, I'm just trying to help others so it doesn't happen to them. Um, so if you're listening, don't think that I'm trying to throw you under the bus. <laughs> um, I just think other people can learn from it. So one day I was working with one of my friends out of town and we had gotten like two rooms. So one was to smoke our weed in and sleep and the other one was um, the room that we worked out of. So usually we would be lucky enough to not get clients at the same time as each other. So we didn't really have to worry too much about the room situation. Um, we usually like to stop working around three because we were both super independent at the time. And after three is usually when all the crazies come out. And I'm not saying that you won't meet some questionable people before that time frame, because trust me, you will. But I'm talking about the people who want to rob you because they want to catch you at like the end of your night so they can get the most from you after you've been working all day, which is just disgusting to me. I don't know why anyone would do that to somebody, but they do. And usually I'd say murderers don't come out until after three as well. So anyway, it was around four o'clock and we were sitting in one in the one room smoking weed and doing whatever and we were both randomly we both randomly got a text for a call and now we were both kind of like hesitant to do it at first but we were kind of like oh nothing's gonna nothing's gonna happen like nothing's happened to us before we'll be fine it's only had a half hour so my girl texted her guy back and i texted mine back and we both told him to come now keep in mind my ad was super bait like I had my face in it, I had my designer bags, my designer shoes, my designer everything in my pictures, and I looked pretty lit compared to my girl's pictures, seeing how um, hers weren't even her, they weren't even real. Um, It showed no face, and the pictures were pretty basic. So she leaves and goes up to the other room, because her person was supposed to get there, I think, like 10 or 15 minutes before mine. And I stayed in the room that we were in and I waited for my client. When my client came, he was super normal and everything was fine. But 
um, as soon as he got into the shower, my hotel room phone started ringing, and usually I wouldn't pick up the phone, but it was like 4.30 in the morning, and I had a feeling that something was up. So I picked up the phone, and it was my girl on the other line, and she was like bawling her eyes out, and I asked her what was wrong, and she told me that she had just been robbed, and that they took like everything from her. And at that point, I really didn't know what to do because I wasn't expecting that to happen at all. So I told her to stay in her room and that I would be up there in a second. Um, I ended up giving the money back to my client and told him that I was sorry, but he had to go because of an emergency. And he totally understood. He took his money and he left and I got dressed and I was going to make my way out of my room and go up to the other room. But as soon as I opened my door, there was like security walking towards me. And he was, like, yelling at me or something, asking me what was going on. Like, I would have known what was going on not being in the room yet. And he wasn't going to let me, like, use the elevator. And I can't really remember what I said to him to make him let me go up there. But I said something, and he let me go up. And once I got onto the floor, I, like, ran to the other room. And I knocked on the door. I told my girl that it was me. And she opened the door with tears, like, running down her face and covered in just a sheet. I went into her room and it looked like she had a party and her room had been trashed. Uh, She told me that like a white guy was at the door when she um, looked at the people but as soon as she opened the door like three black guys came barging through the door and that's how this whole thing started. Um, They took her car keys, her phone, her money, her whole entire suitcase with everything in it including her clothes. They also took her credit card and um she told me that they beat her for the pin code and that they were using their phone to try and buy something online to see if it worked and even when she gave the right pin code they would still beat her um they sexually assaulted her and threw her in the shower and when they were done and they told her to come out in two minutes um so she stood in the shower for two minutes probably thinking she's gonna like die at this point And when she realizes that they had left, she ran to her hotel phone, and that's when she had called my room. After hearing all that, we were both pretty mortified and in tears. Like, I was so sad for my friend because she was so distraught over it. And I remember I just kept thinking to myself, like, why didn't it happen to me? My ad showed all my designer things in it. They probably would have gotten more from me anyway. And, like, all I wanted to do at that moment was just take my best friend's pain away. So, like, the first thing I asked her, other than if she was okay, was if she called the police. And she, like, looked at me like I had five heads and she was like, are we allowed? And in Canada, we have some laws around escorting. But overall, it isn't really illegal for us to do what we do and to sell sex. But it's illegal to purchase sex. So, it doesn't really make any sense. And it's all bullshit because we should be able to do whatever we want. Like, it's a free country, and to be honest, this profession will never go away, and I think that we save more marriages than we do ruin them. But whatever. Anyway, um, I made her call the police, and they came within minutes, and there was, like, of course, the one older cop who looked at us like we deserved it, and then there were the younger cops who probably have saw us before, and they were really nice and understanding. What ended up happening was the people that did it ended up getting caught the next day at the rental place. And they actually had another girl kidnapped with them because she didn't have any money to give them. Which brings me to my point of always having that $300 on you at least because things can go left real quick and you don't want to be the next one being kidnapped, trust me. Also, if you're working in hotels and not doing the spa like I do, then you need to make sure that you have someone that you can 
like confide in and tell them whenever someone is going in your room and coming out but like whenever they go to sleep at night is when you want to stop working because working from the hotel is pretty dangerous if you don't have someone looking out for you clearly um the only downside to that is that you have to kind of work um around that other person's schedule unless you're paying them then they have no choice but to stay up until you're ready to go to bed um just don't torture them and stay up all night um it will drain you from your work day the next day and throw off your mood but it will also cause your friend to hate you (laughs) okay guys so most of these things that happen to you aren't bad luck they are the result of bad planning and being naive you can prevent just about all of these things by taking the exact measures that i gave you but i know we all tend to learn the most effectively the hard way just don't let this be one of those times um these mistakes have costed me like thousands and thousands of dollars and parts of my heart and my mind that i'll never get back so don't let that happen to you